Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down in the spotlight and squirt circle with Rhino. And we're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. Welcome into Grapple Talk, everybody. It is uh, it is a Thursday. Yeah. And uh, we are sitting down to talk about things because we haven't sat down to talk about anything for like two weeks. Yeah, it's been a pretty wild and crazy two weeks, Nick. Uh, we, we totally missed the boat on like all in, selling out in like a half hour. Yep, that happened. So like there is no hot takes that we can do on that. Nope. Um, you know, WWE selling SmackDown, like the broadcasting rights to Fox for like unheard amount of money. We can talk about that. We can definitely talk about that because that <laughs> one's going to be an interesting <laughs> one to really kind of sit down and break down the brass tacks and how that might actually change how WWE does business. Yeah. Um, New Japan right now has got the best of the Super Juniors going on. Yep. And from everything I've been hearing and seeing, like this is one of the best, best of the Super Juniors ever. And yeah. I know we, I feel like we always say that every year, but like this year, it's definitely true. And like on top of that, man, we are in the midst of greatness when it comes to one LeBron James. Oh, man. Yeah. This is Grapple Talk, but we are venturing off into uh, uncharted territories. Because A little bit. I think we're just going to talk about whatever we want to talk about. So probably just had. You know, two of our five listeners tune out because they could care <laughs> fucking less about that well, stuff. Well, that's okay, man. We'll still have the odds in our favor with three. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I guess technically we would then. Um, thank you all so much for joining us. We haven't done an episode in a, in a while. You know, we tried to start meeting once every every week, and then things uh, led, you know, one thing led to another. We got a little busy with life, and uh, life happens, man. And uh, Then you it know, does. And yeah, and it's not like RGG where basically uh, Isaac just sends me the interview and then I have to record a quick in and out and I'm <laughs> donezo. Uh, we, we sit down and we like to have conversations, and a lot of times that includes a good conversation before we start recording and a good conversation after we get done recording. So uh, sometimes in the busy lives of JVR and uh, Nikki Duche, that's not possible. But we're here today and we're going to be talking about some big things in wrestling as well as some big things, honestly, just kind of in uh, day-to-day life, including... I would like to touch on uh, some stuff happening in NBA, but Jesse, man, how you been? You're going to ACW this week. How's everything uh, been going for you, man? You know, pretty good, pretty good. Otherwise, uh, the wrestling thing's kind of picking up a little bit more steam this summer. We it's were picking over- up steam. Yeah, I thought you were out, man. Yeah, same here, same here. But they keep on pulling me back in. We were in Hinkley a couple weeks back for AWF. They had a pretty decent show there. It was good to see Jordy Lee and uh, Joey Avalon there. And, of course, uh, Adam Grace was there, too. So it was the first time hmm. seeing Adam Grace in AWF. So it was good catching up Neat. with those guys. Um, this week, of course, we'll have ACW and Oshkosh. Always a fun road trip. Got to make a couple stops on the way. Uh, you know, I, I, I made some promises. I'm still going to keep them because, you know, that's the type of guy I, I am. I have to stop at a uh, greenhouse on the way and pick up a artichoke plant. An artichoke plant. Yes. So, like, it's it's just an artichoke that you can grow an artichoke with. But okay. if you don't grow the artichoke, it actually blossoms very lovely. So, like, I'm going to have to stop on my way and pick up this artichoke as well. And then I have to also stop it at, a, like, a variety shop. There's a uh, Green Bay Packer jacket I have to kind of pick up. So oh, okay. I'm going to make a couple, of, like, stops before, you know, we get down at Oshkosh. But um, that show's looking pretty good as well. You have a first blood match between Nathan Gust and Colin Brooks. Yeah. So that that's going to be something to see there. You know, I always ask, I ask them about this pulling back the curtain a little bit. Yeah. I asked Gust about this because he was at the last RCCW show in which I, um, by the way, um, introduced my poem 
making a masturbation joke. Oh, wow. And uh, I heard it was actually pretty good. I thought it was fun. <laughs> um, I didn't want to do a poem because I've done a lot of poems lately. Yeah. And uh, we were trying to get, I, I, I started to cut you off. We were trying to get Cal Heat. So mm-hmm. we were like, well, the poems are getting over. How about I set up for the poem? And then right before I read it, Cal slaps the book out of my hand, gets booed or whatever. But um, when I talked to Nathan Gus there, I said, you know, is there a worry about those first blood matches? Because obviously it's gimmicked, you know, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like you 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 predetermine the winner as you do in any wrestling contest. Um, and how do you do it without, you know, making it obvious that you're gigging or whatever? And he's like, you know, honestly, I'm not. I'm. We're kind of worried about that, but we're just gonna, you know. And I'm. I'm. The guys like Nathan Gus, who's been doing this for years, and Colin Brooks, who has just uh, been killing it lately. They'll have it figured out. But for me in particular, I'm always kind of like, that's interesting. You know, how are you gonna do that? You know, you hit somebody with a chair, bam, and then it's like you're on the ground, like, eh, eh. It's like, or how do you like, do it so it's or, not obvious? Because it's the finish, so you have to bleed. Yeah. And then or, you have to be worried that you don't bleed before that on yeah, accident. Yeah, yeah, Especially if you get hit in the head with a chair. I mean, you catch an edge or something like that. And yeah. It's like, hey, he was actually supposed to win, but uh, yeah, he, clearly he's going to lose here. You know, that's <laughs> that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's going to be interesting. That's kind of cool, man, because like... Yeah, so that should be kind of interesting there to see how that one really kind of plays out. And then we're already into the month of June, and this year is already halfway over, Nick. Dude, that is absolutely nuts. Yeah, it is. Been planning out the wedding, and um, yeah, congratulations by the way. I heard you guys bought a home. Okay, we it's contingent on the home inspection. Okay, all right. So there are some things wrong with it. We need to go back and and have some negotiations, and then figure out where we go from there. So um, until that happens, we are still. But it's, it's a pretty nice house, actually, so okay. we're looking forward. It's a really nice neighborhood, and honestly, it has a lot of potential to be kind of renovated mm-hmm. at um, what I would consider not, you know, by not spending a ton of money. So you have a chance to increase the value quite a bit by doing some kind of smaller home projects so that it, you know, I think one of them said that it's it's probably one of the, the lesser valued homes in the neighborhood, Okay. which if you're ever buying houses, anybody that's listening in my year of searching for houses, they always say never buy purchase the most expensive house or lot on the block because no, that no. means most likely you're not going to get any value for it regardless if you put money into it because if you buy you know the one of the the lower valued houses just based on its surroundings most likely as long as you're not a total ass um resident <laughs> you, you'll get money back from the house if yeah, not yeah. you'll gain money from the house so that was kind of our process but yeah dude it's been crazy we have the wedding in november and uh just planning that and getting ready for you know save the dates and stuff like that it's been like holy shit dude like we're coming up on having to actually send these out and mm-hmm. this whole thing's becoming a reality and having to pay the photographer and it's like dude now we're broke and uh, <laughs> which brings us to another conversation that we might have later mm-hmm. budgeting <laughs> yes yes but uh but yeah it's been uh it's been one hectic year work's been crazy it's a week are flying by and as they always say you know the older you get the shorter your days between now and when you're probably going to die come right so a day now seems way shorter than how long a day was when we were like five years old so it seems like i don't know nick really you think they seem longer i think they seem longer because um yeah because like i'm not going to bed like at a reasonable hour dude i just like sometimes i'll sit down and i'll play a video game Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it'll be like four hours gone by, and I'm like, "What the hell?" Just I feel like I time traveled, <laughs> or did. like you know, I, I'm like, I'm. I think I might have said this in the last episode. Like, I'm super into Dexter right now on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, said yeah, that yeah. show sucked. Yeah, kind of. And, uh, and uh, like last night, I th- or yesterday in total, I think I watched like five episodes, 
And I was like, what the hell am I doing with my life right now? Like, why am I not being more productive? There's dishes everywhere. I'm like a fat slob just watching <laughs> Netflix trying to eat healthy. Yeah, well, I did see the uh, the pork tenderloin uh, Snapchat video that you yeah. did. You know, you did have the good veggies, you yeah. know, and the pork tenderloin. Did it turn out well? Eh, it was okay. Come on, man. It was a little dry, as expected. It's, I mean, well, actually not as expected. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you cook it right, it shouldn't be dry. Um, but the, the thing with the misses that makes it difficult is that, you know, if we make burgers or steak, she doesn't like any type of pink or, or, or redness or blood. So mm-hmm. it's like any time that we cook any sort of meat, I always extremely overcook it. Yeah. So when we have chicken, it's always overcooked. Well, when we have burgers, steak, you, 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 you want to do that. You gotta be safe. You gotta yeah. be safe. But it's never like juicy chicken. It's like, wow, that chicken probably could have came off the grill like 15 minutes ago, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. But it's like, dude, I'm watching out for my fam. So I gotta, you know, I got <laughs> And that's really what it's all about. It's like watching out for the ones you actually love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess. And then if it's like super burned, then I, I feel okay giving it to my dog. Yeah. Which which you're still looking out for the people that you love. I yeah I guess yeah technically I am but uh, but yeah big things coming uh, in the horizon as far as the Ragnar household is concerned, um and yeah man that's kind of been how it is. I've always actually had a, a want to go back to that bar. Was it Fishes? I've kind of wanted to go I back there with fishes, you at yeah. some point, you know, and, and check that place out again. Uh, before we may or may not move, because I want to eat there. Yeah, I always I, heard they have good food. Yeah, that's what I heard too. And you know, it's like we're not going to be neighbors anymore. You know, because I don't think I'm going to move to the south side anytime. You don't soon. think so, really? No, no, no. It's like currently where I'm at right now. Like it, it is a dump. Is it? And I'm, I'm going to say it's a dump because of my neighbors. My neighbors are like the worst neighbors I've ever had, and that's saying something because these guys they suck. They yeah. suck a lot. Um, so. And it was like one of those things where it wasn't like I'm not planning on moving anytime really short, like soon. Like you know, I'm, you know, I'm very much up in the air on that. You know, because like I don't know, man, I'm in flux my job and stuff like that. But like I just don't want to make the move right now if yeah. I don't have to. But um, yeah, you know, it's gonna be kind of cool. We definitely need to do a fishes night. You know, yeah. just let me know when, man. Like this weekend. Are you I, gone? I don't know. I don't think I'm gone yet. Like, it all depends. Like, or might, go catch one of the NBA games. Yeah, I might have to do, like, an AWF show that's outdoors. Oh, okay. But if, like, Saturday ends up being a rain day, I'm not doing that Saturday show. sounds like it's going to be pretty bad out. That's yeah, what maybe saying. we'll get some drinks on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Or, like or wait, or maybe it's Saturday or Sunday. I don't know. One of those days, I think, is the next NBA game. It might be actually Sunday. I can't remember. But, uh, but yeah, you know, it's and, mm-hmm. that's, and that's the one thing that's nice about the place that we'd be moving to. You know, ever since me and Zari started living with each other, we've always lived in kind of lacrosse isn't you know compared to like other places it's not like ghetto by any means no 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 but there are harder tougher parts of town and zari and i for one reason or another you can maybe say it's because of us trying to save money but we've always kind of lived in an area where i'm pretty sure our neighbors were drug dealers (laughs) and there were ods happening the the door the 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 house house next door and uh right now it's kind of like that you know we have some kind of questionable uh you know people living you know and, and, and that's not to say that's bad i mean yeah if you like doing heroin good for you but i de- i just don't like living next to it um but this new place we've kind mm-hmm. of you know characterized it as yeah i mean it needs some tlc but it's like one of those places it's one of those neighborhoods where you could leave your door unlocked for like a week and you could come home and be like oh my house is the same like i don't you don't have to worry you know right now like i extra super hard lock my door all the time like i lock the screen door on the outside mm-hmm because it's just like people are like random people are always walking up on our deck and it's like who the hell is that? <laughs> Why are they on our deck? That's kind of weird. And then my bike goes missing and I'm like, "Damn it, my bike's gone." Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's, you know, it, it's the type of place where we have to uh U-lock our grill 
mm-hmm. to make sure it doesn't get stolen. So you know, it's I mean, it's a, it's not the best neighborhood, um, and it's going to be interesting if we do get this place living in a spot where it's like, dude, everybody around us is retired, and our only worry is that they're going to get mad because we missed our mowing our lawn on that day. Yeah. Which might happen actually quite a bit, but I don't know. <laughs> well, hopefully it doesn't. I mean, you have to train either Zari or, uh, you know, Brady, you know, Brady yeah. to go mow your guys' yard. I mean, can you imagine Brady out there with a push mower? Do they even make Those strong little legs? Yeah. Do they even make like sizes like comparable for Maybe dogs? Maybe they, you know, honestly, I wouldn't doubt if you were willing to spend like $1,000, they might make a tiny little push mower for animals. I thought you're going to be like, hey, man, if like, you have nothing going on a Saturday, do you want to mow my yard? <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought that's where it was going to go for a second there, Nick. Because, like, you know, like, I might want to save up for things in my life as well. It's oh, yeah. just, like, one of those things, too. Do you have to mow your lawn? Or does no, your landlord take no, care of it? No, um, Actually, it's supposed to be the downstairs neighbor. Nice. So we got this agreement where he kind of mows and I do the shoveling. Mm. And I do the shoveling as much as I can. But, like, sometimes my schedule is kind of whack, too. And his schedule is pretty lenient. And he has more people living in this place. Like, I don't know how many people are actually living there. It's, like, him... His girlfriend, they fight all the time. It fucking sucks. <laughs> um, he has a son. I'm pretty sure she has, like, a daughter. And I always see, like, four or five other people kind of walking out of that place. You Interesting. Know? So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, wow, they have enough people here to actually keep, you know, keep track of this yard. But, uh-uh, no. Hmm. And there's not much to mow as it is. There's, we should, like, the little back we should just call this. Stretch. We should just call this the Nick and Jesse show. Yeah, we probably could. I don't know. I just thought about that because I'm just like, <laughs> what are we even talking about? It has nothing to do with wrestling. But, um, but yeah, well, that's cool. And that's, I mean, well, it's not cool. It actually sucks. Yeah. Having well, bad neighbors sucks. We used to have, it really did. we had uh, terrible neighbors. I think I talked about this on the podcast where last year they, um, hated the, the fact that apparently they couldn't afford their energy bill. So it got shut off in the middle of summer, really hot. They had a baby, an infant. And, uh, so they decided to take matters into their own hands and try to like replace the meters. And then everybody's power got shut off for like three days so we didn't have any energy or anything in our apartment because of the stupidity of our neighbors and it was like dude why am i suffering because you're an idiot and uh they moved out eventually and Mm -hmm. it's been okay since then but yeah crap neighbors that's that's always uh that always stinks but yeah well speaking of neighbors smackdown and raw they're kind nope. of neighbors. Yeah, but they're no longer neighbors as of 2019, though. Yeah, fall of 2019, it was announced that Fox has uh, purchased SmackDown from WWE in uh, a pretty uh, pretty substantial deal. They say this these, these new TV deals uh, are going to be $2.35 billion. Which is completely, absolutely unreal. Fox offered uh, $205 million. Uh, for SmackDown, uh, judging by the reports, I believe NBCU, which also owns, if I'm not mistaken, USA, mm-hmm. uh, had the opportunity to negotiate with WWE because I believe actually the exclusivity to Raw was just re-upped. But as far as SmackDown was concerned, it was not. Um, they had the chance to match up to $200 million in uh, other offers, and Fox just kind of jumped that and uh, decided to put their... Um, really pulling what many would consider to be one of the biggest um, sports entertainment brands in the world today. Well, really, it is the brand. When you think of wrestling, a lot of people think of WWE right away. And with the deal being $1.025 billion over five years just for SmackDown, they're yep. sticking on a Friday night. So that might change up how WWE actually divvies out their talent for the weekends and how they actually 
do TV. Because right now, it's very much, you know, they'll do TV back-to-back days and then split. Now it's getting to the point where it's like, okay, well, we have a TV on a Monday. We have a TV on a Friday. We might have a pay-per-view on a Sunday. So I don't know how that's really kind of going to work out for yep. them, but we'll find out. Um, I should I should mention in talking about the $2.35 billion, so that includes what Jesse just mentioned. Mm-hmm. The the $205 million that I mentioned was a year, con- like per year contract. Yep. And then they also, um, as we just mentioned, the Hollywood Reporter um, saying that Raw's newest deal with NBCU to stay on USA was worth $265 million a year, meaning combine the money that WWE is making from their USA contract and from their Fox contract equals out to about $2.35 billion total that WWE will be making uh, between 2019 and 2024. Otherwise, if you want to do the math, that's $470 million annually from these two TV deals. Huge for these guys. Obviously, you know, in today's day and age, who the fuck was the people that said, like, oh, you know how they make their money? House shows. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, maybe. No. But they also just made, like, freaking two-point-something billion dollars in a five-year span thanks to a couple of TV deals. So, no, not necessarily it's all about the house shows. But, yeah, this this creates a pretty interesting um, conundrum for WWE, right? Because um, while Raw's rights weren't necessarily out on the table, um, it, it's, it's, it's weird. Because now you have what many would consider to be the B show in SmackDown becoming the show that's going to be on network television, which means there's the, the obviously the potential for more viewers. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think ult- ultimately putting that SmackDown being in the front seat. And I, and I can't see how if you look at the numbers, you look at the ratings drawn in by both USA and by any of the network competitors that you wouldn't in Vince's terms, probably throw Roman Reigns on SmackDown starting in fall of 2019. <laughs> Am I wrong? You would think, you know, so you, you got to picture this. All right, so Fox is one of the top top four major networks, you know. They're they're the home of the NFL on Fox. Uh, the Simpsons have been in there for 20 years. So it's a very strong brand. And this is the first time in a very, very, very long time, Nick, that WWE is back on broadcast television. I mean, they originally had the deal with SmackDown on UPN, but UPN was in – no way, shape, no. or form, anywhere near the households that Fox is. Now, this is actually a really kind of interesting deal because I, over time, it seemed like Fox got sour with the UFC deal. Now, the UFC was able to Going sign to with ESPN. ESPN yep. But even like based on that deal right there, they ended up making more money than the WWE did, too, on their deal. Is that so right? They also got a five-year deal with ESPN, but it's also worth $1.5 billion. Wow. So there's just about like... Just a single deal. Just a single deal there. So... That's gonna be kind of interesting, but I think this is this says something about not only like the state of television right now when it comes to TV rights. It also says something about sight unseen buying because you think about this, right? And it got brought up on Voices of Wrestling, so we almost had to bring it up here as well. WWE right now is very much it's very oversaturated and very like underwhelming when it comes to their creativity. Yep. So as as Fox, you're purchasing this this entity just based on the name alone and you're trying to really kind of push it but you're also shoving it on friday night friday night historically is one of the worst nights for any show to be on tv right so putting them on a friday night does that already put wwe behind the eight ball on that but look you know like think about it does it really kind of put them on behind the eight ball or do you think friday night television now will become appointment television for wrestling fans that's a tough question 
Um, I'm not necessarily a TV analyst by any means. I haven't looked at Nielsen ratings in God <laughs> knows how long, probably since I left broadcast television. Which but, is a good thing. But uh, that's a great that's a great theory to bring up. You know, is that something that could hurt it? And here's another thing: pushing it to Friday nights. Does that mean that we are, even though we just started, going to ultimately end brand separation again? Um, is WWE going to use this as an opportunity to make sure that they are showcasing both sets of superstars as one entity once again to make sure that they're getting the biggest bang for the buck opposed to separating two different types of programming um, so they don't have the worry of a Braun Strowman not being on Friday nights or a Roman Reigns being on Friday nights um, or a Brock Lesnar on Friday nights. Uh, or do they move forward with, with the idea that, yeah, maybe we can make it work having two separate shows? In my opinion, it seems like that this would be an opportunity where they might actually end that. I think I've read also that Fox is open to making it three hours on Friday nights, oh, too. Oh, man. So, you know, who knows? Um, Which will be something, because right now that Friday night block is, for prime time, it's two hours. Because Fox actually does have a lot of local affiliate news broadcasts that pipe in at, like, nine. Nine. So for them to push it, that might push back a lot of those dollars and cents made by like local news at nine too. So I don't know. Like, is it is it wise for WWE to have two shows producing a, like three hours of content each? No, but maybe they look at it as you know. Right now, you could consider having two shows on USA per week, five total hours of television to be oversaturation. But maybe WWE views the idea of having network TV with cable TV to be two separate audiences. I'm not exactly 100% sure. Mm -hmm. I would say if you have USA, most likely you have the ability to watch Fox, right? Um, yeah, for the most part, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they're taking a, a leap of faith and saying, you know, if we're going to be on network TV, we're okay with jumping to Fridays. Maybe Fox is hurting for Friday content, so they're, that's why they're pushing that WWE to that spot yeah. too. They have a built-in ingrained audience that's going to want to watch every every SmackDown regardless of the day that mm -hmm. it is. You know, people watch that stuff, you know, as if I'm watching the NBA Finals right now. I have to make sure I watch. Like tonight I was like, you know, it's the first game between the Cavs and the Warriors. And I was like, man, I can't wait to get home. I'm going to watch Dexter. I'm going to clean. I'm going to be productive. <laughs> and I'm like, mother, fuck, the finals are on tonight. I can't. Yeah, yeah, I got to yeah. watch the finals. Um, so maybe that's the reason why moving to Friday nights are gambling and saying, you know, this isn't the best night, but maybe we can use this to maybe not – Maybe not make WWE and SmackDown as big as possible, but it'll help us offset a little bit by making Fridays just a little bit better compared to the other nights that we could put it on. That's definitely true, you know, because, like, especially with, you know, the NFL doing Thursday night football right now. I don't know if that's going to be a continuing deal past this year. Sure. We'll find out, you know. Um, Fox is just trying to make a grab for whatever they can right now, uh, especially with, like, the whole deal with their licensing rights and like that one's actually kind of an interesting one too where they actually sold off a shit ton of their intellectual properties yep. earlier in the year to disney but even that sale right now is still up in the air because like nbc universal surprise twist is actually trying to make a play for yep. all that stuff as well so that's gonna be interesting to see how that kind of really plays out as well um I don't know. We're still like a year away from this whole deal really kind of taking place and really kind of going forward. And it, where is the XFL fall in all this? I mean, is, yeah. is the XFL going to be eventually, even though it hasn't been announced yet, I mean, is that going to be a part of this deal when they start rolling out? I don't think it is because like the way the XFL was set up, it was a separate entity from the WWE. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, so like the XFL is still up in limbo. Like they have their own problems when it comes to a lot of like. 
we had that a lot initial of announcement well. and nothing has happened. The, the since initial then. announcement, nothing happened from there. Then you also have the uh, there's another league that popped up. Is it the uh, the American Football Alliance or something I like don't know. that, or the American Alliance for Football, or some bullshit like that? And then you have everything with the NFL too right now, where you know the Shield has taken a fucking smackdown, so to speak, over this past off season, and it seems like almost everything's kind of moving forward with this collusion case with Kaepernick. And from what I read today, there is someone who's really, really, really willing to dish dirt on this whole situation. Really? So, like, if how that one kind of plays out, I wonder if you're going to see, like, a backlash from fans from both the left and the right when it comes to the W, you know, like the NFL. People, people don't want to admit it, man, but I'll tell you what, the NBA is slowly but surely becoming the the top sport in America. And I yeah. think it's it's because of the... Um, social justice issues that they've taken a stance on, and honestly, just their 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 presence, their ability to to make it an event. I mean, to be honest, I have way more fun watching NBA and TV than I do NFL. I prefer, I, actually, I don't even know which sport I prefer to watch anymore. If you would ask me five years ago, I would have said NFL. But oh, yeah, no, nowadays, I mean, they they do such a good job at marketing their superstars. And this is a conversation we could have probably on a different <laughs> day since we're still talking about WWE to Fox, yeah, yeah. but. At the end of the day, when you look at uh, WWE going to Fox, uh, Jesse, and, uh, and and putting one of their, their biggest television shows, I mean, there's also talks about maybe doing some type of talk show on, on Fox Sports 1. But what do you think this means in particular, not just for WWE as a brand, but really for, for SmackDown? I mean, is this a kick in the butt for, you know, what some people would consider to be poor writing over the past six months to a year? I think it it has to be. Just think about this. You're going from you know, theoretically less eyeballs to the most eyeballs your brand has had in quite some time. Now think about that. It's like the WWE couldn't even get on broadcast television during the height of the Attitude Era. Right. You know, now here you are. You, you've really, really kind of set your product as the product for pro wrestling in America. And there's going to be a lot of talk about, like, Ring of Honor, New Japan, stuff like that going forward. But right now, WWE is very much the number one dog. And they're going to be the number one dog because they can put together a deal like this with Fox. Um, you would think, you would hope this is the kick in the pants. Because even when Fox took over um, like the production of the NFL games because of the way everything was, if you remember, like the, a- um, the AFC used to be on NBC. Yep. And then the NFC used to be on CBS. Fox ended up taking those rights, and they really changed up the way the production of the game has been viewed. Um, for WWE, you got to look at this as this is the next logical step for us. This is something beyond cable. This is this very, I don't know, how, mainstream. It's very mainstream no matter which way you look at it. You have to make your product presentable and at the same time very... I don't know what uh, the term I'm looking for here. It's eluding me right now. Accessible. Yep. You have to make it very accessible to everyone. So do you do like an evergreen show where it's like you just you start fresh? You have to start fresh. You have to bring people in. Maybe you have to do a little bit of highlight packages of like past history and stuff like that. Because there's going to be so many people tuning in who yeah. be like, I've never watched this wrestling yeah. thing before. What is it? So you're kind of looking at it like it's a probably a good thing. They have a, like a year to figure out how they're going to yeah. do the presentation. Because as of right now, let's say you're going to ship SmackDown over to Fox right now. As of right now, fuck, dude. No. <laughs> like, by giving them time, WWE, they'll figure something out because they always do. Um, the question is going to be, like, whether or not, like, 
Like, I just hope it's actually watchable, and I'm hoping that it's going to be entertaining. Because yeah. no matter what, if it's not, then it's just going to be another two to three hours of wrestling that, you know, certain fans will watch, other fans won't. Um, and it'll be another talking point for another podcast. I'll tell you what, uh, you know, WWE, who's ever behind the helm of their marketing. I hear, actually, before I get into that, there's one thing I do want to say. Yeah. Also, keep in mind, folks, WWE, it's not like they didn't have any bidders. I mean, Fox was willing to push the envelope and just jump past what uh, what USA, NBC use um, matching rights were. So, I mean, obviously they were a hot commodity and they were wanted by an external broadcast company willing to go past that $200 million in and order to bring them And there was even, like, talk that it was um, online-based content providers who actually were willing to pay more money yeah. for SmackDown, but WWE decided, hey, broadcast is where we're, yep. at, we're at. This is where we're going to stick. Because why go to a digital-only you know, fucking platform when you have the fucking network. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you know, know like, yeah, YouTube is yep. blowing up right now with YouTube TV and stuff. But you know, when it comes to WWE and 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 whoever's acting as their marketing chair, whether maybe it is Vince McMahon, maybe it's Triple H, maybe it's just some peon that nobody knows about. But they have done an incredible job to crack into mainstream pop culture over the past couple of years. I mean, it seems like there's a number of different. ESPN, Fox Sports, um, just just regular sports talk shows that are now talking about professional wrestling in a matter of being a live sport competition. Um, looking at broadcast television, mm-hmm. obviously they're they they've gotten bought into that. Being a part of of Hollywood, I mean, it just it's it's been phenomenal what they've been able to do, and now it's not necessarily taboo, or you don't have to also like NASCAR in order to, yeah. to be a wrestling fan. So. Which is still kind of amazing that NASCAR got on a broadcast television before. Isn't that crazy? That is. But I think a lot of that's got to be just, oh, man, maybe not even, I would just say just a phenomenon that like NASCAR was when it blew up in popularity in comparison to like the WWE. Yeah. Oof, that was a lot of talking. Yeah, it was. We a lot put of talking. A lot good of grapple, half hour. A lot of grapple time. talking. Well, let's take our first yep. break, um, and uh, we'll come back more and, and talk a little bit about uh, you know the Grapple Talk Network, and uh, yeah, we'll do that. Wait, wait, what? I mean the WWE Network. We'll do that. All okay. right, sure. Yeah, right. Nick and Jesse Show. Hey, everybody. This is RGG from the Regular Guy Gaming Podcast on the Grapple Talk Network. I think it's safe to say if you like wrestling, you also like games. So join me and my co-host, Ragbag, as we talk about old games, new games, games we love, games we hate, special guests, interviews, and, of course, Ragbag's love for Luigi Mansion. That is all on Regular Guy gaming check us out welcome back to the jesse and nick show i know that when i, I know, said i know that when i said nick and jesse show yeah, i said nick and jesse you were yeah, yeah, upset yeah. about it you want no, to be first. i wasn't upset about it at all like does it really matter who goes we're probably first? still going to be grapple talk i don't know yeah we're probably gonna, you know because like we don't have enough time to actually switch up our logo because you know we haven't added alex riley as like a co-host of the show in forever and he's still on the logo and he's for still the, on the logo yeah you know, like, that's why i said i was like yeah. hey can we make a logo where there's just not heads anymore because obviously we're not and it was I like, mean, did you, nothing like, happened. I, yeah, I take it like he was trying to, he's probably too busy doing other things. Probably, I don't know. You know. Too busy doing um, Facebook Lives on Fallout. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I don't give a shit about Fallout. Yeah, you know, he was trying to do a gaming game stream and that wasn't working, so we decided to do a Facebook Live video. And uh, that wasn't working either. It didn't work. It worked all right, I guess. I don't know. But uh, but that, that's why I don't, I don't do Facebook Live videos. I've thought about it before. 
And I'm like, who the fuck wants to watch my face talk for like 10 minutes? That just seems yeah. like, I don't want to watch that. You know, I'd rather watch something that's happening or maybe listen to something. I don't want to watch somebody's face talking, but that's just me. So, um, <laughs> but anyways, speaking of watching, uh, WWE Network, Jesse, I uh, canceled my subscription. You know, I saw that in the Twitter wires and I was just like, holy shit. It because you had it basically since day one. Yeah. Now, and like, I was, and yeah. I, and I, and I committed a, a large act of hypocrisy because I, for the longest time, had said if you have the ability to go get McDonald's um, at any point throughout a, a month, or if you uh, like to go out and and buy a new pair of cheap sandals mm-hmm. at any point throughout a month, you should be able to afford the WWE Network. And uh, I went back on that statement. Yeah, but you went back on that statement for a very good reason. I mean, as we said earlier in the podcast, you're, you're saving for a house. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing, Jesse. Yeah. I uh, This house uh, is going to be quite a bit more expensive uh, than obviously what we're paying for now. And we have to have money saved for emergencies like things yeah. happening to the house because we're, we're now responsible for a lot of those things. So what I did is I went and I, I started budgeting. So I started putting together like a streaming budget. Like, you know, I, I have Netflix, I have Hulu, I have New Japan, I have WWE Network. I have a couple of different, you know, software uh, monthly subscriptions that I also kind of lumped into there. And I'm sitting here and, I, and I'm putting together my budget. And I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, after we pay for groceries and we have living mm-hmm. expenses covered and we have the cell phones and whatever, there's not a ton of free money to save. Yeah. So I started looking and, and you know, again, you know, you, you look at it and you go, well, what, what things can I cut? And maybe there are a bunch of little things that up to one big sum. And I came to the WWE Network on my budget and I, and I sat and mm-hmm. thought about it and I said, yeah, it's it's nine ninety nine or whatever it is. Is it still nine ninety nine? Yeah, yeah, it's still nine. And I sat there and I thought about it, and I was like, you know, it's a great, it's it, it's it's a great service to have. You mm-hmm. you have availability to NXT to to all the pay per views, uh, to all all of the classic entertainment that you could want, but I never use it. Yeah. I there were there were times probably six months maybe even a year ago that I would go back and watch old Raws and old WCWs and I'd watch old pay per views. Um, but none of the original content really sticks to me. I don't find it interesting enough to actually mm-hmm. tune in and watch. I listen to podcasts. Those are free. Um, if I want to hear wrestlers talking about their lives and things like that. Goddamn kid, thanks. They're not, they're not restricted from, you know, because of, of, of Network WWE's policies. Yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, we talked about this and I grew up, uh, watching wrestling in the 2000s, late 90s, 2000s, mm-hmm. and a lot of that classic stuff just doesn't really speak to me. I don't really, I, I honestly, I do, I, I, I kind of enjoy the, the um, storytelling spot monkey style in wrestling because that's what I kind of grew up with. And so the older content wasn't as appealing to me as it is for some. I know that there's some vets that might listen to this that might shit on me for saying that. Yeah, they're going to shit on you no matter what. Yeah, probably. And uh, and I just said, you know, outside of of... The Rumble, WrestleMania, maybe Money in the Bank, which is coming up, so I'll have to figure out what I'm going to do then. No, you could probably just come over and watch it. I can come over and watch it. I, I, there's no need for me to have this. You know, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't watch pay per views. Uh, if I keep up with WWE content, I do it through um, regularly. Up, to, I read about it. I read pretty much everything that I know about WWE outside of WrestleMania and the Rumble this past year. I've read about. Yeah. So. Um, I was just like, dude, if that's if that, it's ten dollars. Yeah, it's ten dollars that I think you know I could cut from somewhere else. But dude, if I'm paying for a fucking house and uh, I had to just replace our furnace 
and I want to go to goddamn McDonald's to get myself a Big Mac on a Friday. <laughs> I don't want to feel bad about doing it, so I'll use yeah. that $10 and stick it to my – uh, yeah. yeah, so that's kind of where I came up with that. And uh, honestly, I, I, I still feel okay with it. I'm not, I don't miss it at all. I haven't even thought about it one time. Yeah. So, you know, I, I know where you're coming from. Nick, and I still you know? have New Japan, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God bless your heart for that one. I know what you mean, man, because, like, I had made a decision, you know, and I'm like, all right. I, I kind of, like, made it, like, not a while ago, but, like, still a while ago, where I was like, oh, I'm going to cut down on my comic book spending, you know? Yeah. So, you know how difficult it is to walk into a shop and be like, man, I would love to buy that, <laughs> but I'm not going to right yeah. now. Yeah, so I know what you mean, man. It's like you have to prioritize your expenditures, especially now with a house, because like if that furnace goes out in the dead of winter, you need to pay a tech to go in there. Yeah, and I if mean, you don't have that money ready, then it's like then you got to put it on the credit card. Yep, and then you got to pay that credit card off. Yep, and it's just it is a never-ending battle, but you're doing it for the right reasons, you know. So like I'm not gonna be like Nick, you're making the worst mistake of your life letting go of the WWE network. Fuck them. You know, yep. if they're giving away the network for free to new subscribers, who gives a shit? Because then you can just go get it for like. Just, I'm gonna just wait have, for the special and I'll get it for like seven days and I'll cancel it again. Yeah, exactly. Or have fucking Zari actually, you know, get the account. Good idea. You know, and then cancel it. You know, or like uh, you'll get the email after six months. Hey, we haven't seen you in a while. Would you like a free membership to the WWE Network? Yeah, sure. You know, you get stuff like that. So WWE right now, they're not hurting for your ten bucks. Yeah. You know, so. Hey, it is what it is. Yep. Plus, man, like, I understand the concept of not having the time to watch it. Like, I still struggle just to even watch NXT once a week. Yep. And it's to the point where I, I binge watch NXT. Yep. Like, I might actually take three hours on my day to watch NXT. Yeah. You know, it's just the way it is. But, you know, I don't blame you one bit, man. It, it's growing up. That's what it is. It's not even that. And I still love wrestling to death, dude. Yeah. Like, I have a ton of fun watching it. Um, I, I, I really, really enjoy it. And, that, and I, I, that's why I said, I still have new Japan world. Um, and I'm not going to make this a debate on whether or not I'd rather have new Japan or a WWE. First off, new Japan was just more hard to, to sign up for because I can't read Japanese. So I decided yeah. I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to, I mean, if I can keep $10 anywhere, I'll just keep it there. And, um, but you know, I, and I, I just really enjoy watching current wrestling and, and keeping up with current news. Right. So Yes, it's 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 fun to go back and watch the really old stuff, but if right now at this time I'm gonna say, well, what would I rather, you know, have um, the access to to, to to watch today's wrestling? It would be New yeah. Japan because, well, first things first, too. WWE, um, the only new content that they put on there is NXT yep. and uh, pay per views. Yeah, Otherwise, that's you don't. It. You don't have the the new well, wrestling they got content. Live oh yeah, well. and two hundred five live. Yeah. That's true. I guess. So now I'm just shitting on my argument, but mm-hmm. I guess when I compare those, I would st- I just would rather see what's going on internationally because, like I mentioned, it's a lot easier to also find ratings, reviews, um, and things in, in clips and stuff like that for NXT and two hundred five live and SmackDown and Raw and pay per views than it is for New Japan. I'm sure if you sift through enough, you can find all the New Japan stuff yeah. you want. But when it comes to WWE, I mean that stuff is so readily available on the internet. That sometimes that's also why it's like I feel like I just read about it. I watched like forty different minute or two minute long clips for free. You know mm-hmm. why? Why pay ten dollars a month when I can, uh, you know, buy ten years of corn at the local grocery store instead? <laughs> so well, you know, the, the local grocery store is definitely going to enjoy you spending ten years. Worth but that's it. But then again, dude, corn. it's just like for the longest time I had an Xbox Live subscription. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't even play with my ex. Why do I have this? Yeah. What's the point? It's just you're throwing money down the drain. And as much as I love wrestling, WWE's, you know, the network, 
hasn't done anything to entice me to be like, yes, I absolutely want to do this. And that's just me as a person. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people that really like going back and watching Smoky Mountain Wrestling or whatever the fuck. Or, oh, man, that's a tough watch. Those people love that shit, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Or they like watching Table for Three. I could give two shits what fucking Edge Christian and Kurt Angle have to say, you know, without with, with the restrictions hey, that man, they have. I got these kazoos for us. <laughs> oh, wow. That's I'm so glad I watched that for three minutes of my life. Um yeah, but, you know, for me, it's just like it, it became to a point where it's like I watched WrestleMania with you guys, yeah. right? I, we went to the Legion to watch the Rumble. Mm-hmm. It's like I have not sat down and watched. It's like I'm just basically saying here's $10 for what? Nothing. Yeah. So, you know, I get maybe, maybe, maybe part of it's slowly growing away from wrestling. I still feel like I have a pretty big love for it. Um, I, I still love going online and watching stuff. I like being a part of the local shows, but man, it's just like, fuck man. I just couldn't even, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no more network for me. Well, you know, Nick, anytime I'll probably fucking get it in a month. I don't yeah, know. You might, you might, or be like, you'd be like, I'll get a phone call like three in the morning. Jesse. I'm like, what Nick? What? He's like, what's your username and password <laughs> for the network? I'm like, fuck you, Nick, man. Like you're going to pay me 10 bucks a month. They're like, no, man, I'll give you like five. I'll I'm give you like, five. We'll split it. All right. That sounds we'll good. It, bro. Actually, we're yeah, going to do that. That's actually not a bad idea. idea yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's not too bad. That's no. five bucks a month. You know, maybe we should just do that. That's not a bad idea. Maybe, maybe we get 10 people together. It's a dollar per person. Or that, that probably do becomes we know a little, 10 people. That maybe becomes too cumbersome of collecting payment. Hey, man, can you yeah. PayPal me that, a bu- that dollar? Yeah. Come on, dude. Send it over. 99 cents. Yeah. It's like I, I work across the street from the guy who actually hosts our uh, fantasy basketball league. Oh, and, really? And I, I, yeah. Like, and I don't, like, he has not hit me up for that 30 bucks. Nice. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm just going to kind of wait a little bit longer. You live across the street from that guy? No, actually, we work across the street. Oh, you work across the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. When did that season end? March. Well, it's been a while then. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> like, Oh, man. Yeah, it ended in March. I don't know if I ever paid into that either. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, no. he's not listening to podcasts. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck him anyways. Who cares? Yeah. So, yeah, I understand the, the plight of the network, you know, and saving the money. If uh, you guys decided to cancel your network for any other reason, uh, hit us up on the Grapple Talks, you know, at the Grapple Talks on Twitter or on the Facebook page as well. Yeah. Also, We'd love to uh, hear your story. Also, the Grapple Talk, Facebook.com slash the Grapple Talk. Uh, what's the most difficult thing that you've had to cut out of your budget? Was it comic books recently or was there something else that you've completely had to get rid of? Um, Mostly comic books, you know, mm. like it's one of those things where I – I had a thing for a little bit there where I was like, I was trying out different books, you know? Um, I, I was collecting Saga, like, every issue, and I, I was just like, I'm not enjoying this book anymore, so why am I still buying it? Right. So I cut that out. Um, just little things here and there, you know, where it's just like, I, I'm not going out and eating as much, yeah. you know? So, like, that's a big thing, like... Yeah, like I'm not buying soda or anything like that. Sure. Like I don't, I couldn't tell you the last time I had a soda pop. I this is my first coffee in like a week. You know, what's so, wrong with you? A lot of things apparently right now, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Dude, but, uh, coffee is life, man. Coffee is life, you know. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of like figuring out the budget and stuff like that. I finally got like, and it was a lot of it was just to, to save some money, you know, yeah. and sock away some money for you know. Dude. That's the biggest thing. When I looked at my budget, I could not tell you the ridiculous amount of money I was spending going to coffee shops every morning. Oh, I and believe getting it. a coffee to go yeah. and then getting another coffee later in the day. Like, that shit adds up. So, basically, you're almost throwing down, like, five bucks a day. Yeah. And then you're doing that over a course of, like, a month. That's 150 bucks. Yeah, man. It yeah. really it adds up. 
Yeah. You know, per, you know, you yeah, because then you look at your budget and you like you look at your monthly budget and you're like spending this year. I'm spending I'm spending one hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. on coffee. Yeah. Like holy shit! So that, it's you like, know, I, I start brewing at home now. I brew yeah, my one of the big things is like I just don't go out and drink. You know, like because I know how much money I'll throw down at Dude, a bar, man. Me too, man. Yeah. I mean, that's and that's. Why, when people ask me if, if we want to go out to eat, and I know there's going to be beers there, and we're going to be there all night, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to end up spending a lot of money. But, yeah. like, I don't even have that in my budget. So don't mm-hmm. ask me to hang out because <laughs> I will not hang out with you. It's not in the budget anymore. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, I totally get that. You know, like, I've had a number of times where I don't you, – you don't have cable right now probably. No, no, I just got the uh, I don't think a lot internet. Of, so. A lot of people don't have cable. Um, For me, honestly, the convenience of having a dog and throwing something on the TV that the, the dog can – like, there's sound in the house. Yeah. Um, and then the convenience, honestly, of just being able to be like, what do I want to watch? I don't know why, but there's something kind of satisfying about channel surfing to me. You know, opposed <laughs> yeah. to like phone surfing where I'm like flipping <laughs> through Netflix and I'm just not finding something and I'm just like yeah. frustrated about it. It's not as frustrating when I'm going through cable channels. And honestly, commercials don't don't bother me that much depending on what I'm doing, right? And that's what's kind of difficult too with Netflix you know, if I'm watching Dexter I, I, or a show that I really want to watch, I feel like I have to be, like, full attention on the yeah. whatever. Cable's nice, you know, if I'm writing up something or I have something I'm working on and the commercials come on, I'm like, sweet, I feel like I just – it's just there. It's background noise, right? Which is to- a total waste of money when I think about it like that. But, uh, but yeah, man, I – having to cut things out of your budget, that sucks. I once sold all my video games. Yeah. That was awful. I was oh, so man. broke, and I, I'm a video game nerd, and yeah. I sold my, my Xbox, my PlayStation. I didn't have anything. And this is when me and Zari first started dating, and I was like, I don't need it anyways because I got a, I got a girl. Yeah. I don't need video games. Yeah. And then, like, two weeks later, I was like, holy shit, I need video games. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, shout out to uh, all those homies that have changed for, you know, change for others stay true to yourself because uh <laughs> two weeks later i was like i ended up spending probably more money than i had sold the games and i because <laughs> well, i because i true yeah you yeah. probably end up buying a like, system brand new you probably maybe got like 150 bucks for the whole kit caboodle yeah i mean you ended up spending like three yeah and that, that was part of like the honeymoon phase of dating right it was like mm-hmm. wow this is so awesome that like i'm never gonna have time for it's games like, so so and how two long later, was the honeymoon phase i gotta know this uh, two week, two or three weeks. I don't know. Holy shit! Yeah. Wow. Is that long or short? I don't know. I don't know. In the grand scheme, we had of a weird, at, we had a weird ass relationship. We fought all the time when we first started dating. Yeah. Like you probably would have thought we hated each other. <laughs> I don't even know how we. I don't even know how we stayed together. It was. It's like the opposite. It yeah, was yeah, like yeah. we got all of the really bad bickering out right away, and it was like the dumbest shit we would fight about. You know, like I will say this much, like the same with Tina and me. It was like right away. It was like really dumb stuff. And then it's like you have that really good period for a while. And then like something pops up, like a weird speed bump or something like that. But like I know where you're coming from, man. It was so weird. I, yeah. I'm trying to remember. There was just a couple of times where, you know, like you always hear like the stand-up comedians like, oh, we ran out of peanut butter and we fought about it. And it's like, no, we like legit did things like that. <laughs> and, I, and there were times where we were like, yeah. why are we dating? This is awful for both of us. There's no point. And then eventually, you know, you work past that. And I think, you know, we're – we both just graduated high school at the time. Um, and, you know, I think it also comes with it is that you don't really know each other super well. So um, that's that's kind of where what we ended up doing. 
Uh, Jesse walking off, taking an important phone call right now. I will take over the Grapple Talk airwaves, though, and talk about my relationship. This has become relationship talk with Nikki Duchesne. But, uh, but yeah, man, so when we first started dating, um, it was just it was just the hardest thing. But then we grew to love each other, and now we're buying a house and we have a dog together, and, uh, and yeah, everything's great. But if I could give anybody any sort of advice, it would be uh, to definitely, you know, be careful what you do in those honeymoon phases of dating because you, you definitely don't know how things are going to be six months down the road, and, and you could end up like me and sell off your your gaming systems and stuff like that, and then two weeks later be like, why did I do that? I was not thinking straight. I was just thinking about this person um, who I may or may not spend the rest of my life with. Luckily for me, um, I was I, I was the, the latter on that one. So, uh, But, yeah, so we are going to take a break. Um, I don't know if Jesse's going to be back by the time that we come back, but – I'll talk a little bit about the NBA Finals, because I know everybody wants to listen to that, right here on the Grapple Talk Network. Don't go anywhere. Hey, it's Hot Shot Scott Williams. Do you like chili? Well, I do too. Do you like podcasts? Well, so do we. It's the Ross Family Matters Podcast. Join myself, Victor Stick Ross, Jack Spade, and, Grab a, the girl! and a cavalcade of other people except Maru. You're never allowed. The Grapple Talk Network, it's the podcast. We're coming at you. Maru's not allowed! Welcome back to the Grapple Talk Network. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Jesse's still on that important foreign call, so I am taking over your airwaves and giving you all the deeds on what uh, what's going on in wrestling right now. Um, honestly, you know, we're kind of actually looking at reformatting how we do Grapple Talk because when we have the time to finally sit down and talk with each other, we want to talk about what we want to talk about, okay? We don't have millions and millions of listeners dictating how our programming should go, so we're going to choose how we do programming. Fuck it. So uh, one thing that we wanted to talk about, it's pretty big right now, um, just kind of in uh, pop culture, day-to-day life, NBA Finals. We've got uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers going up against the Golden State Warriors. I'm hopefully going to have this podcast out before uh, that game kicks off tonight, tips off tonight, but um, dude, we talked about this before we started recording, and Jesse and I had sat back and, and said, if you argue about the greatness of LeBron James at this point in the playoffs, then you have a problem. You know, you're you're one of those people that always has to be involved in political debates or give your opinion on things when it doesn't really matter because, you know, quite honestly right now, we are witnessing one of the greatest playoff runs uh, by a single player. I, I think it's pretty hard to to argue that. Um and, and not even necessarily arguing, but the fact that he's able to do it, we should be sitting back and just really enjoying what it is that he's, that he's been able to do. And, and a lot of people point to the Eastern Conference and say that it's a weak conference. And while it might be, look at what this dude's doing. He's averaging like 35 points a game, nearing leading his team in rebounds and assists. I mean, it's crazy. And it's not even just pointing to the stats. If you actually go back and watch any of Cleveland's games – it's because of LeBron that they win those games. I mean, it's, it's at times it seems like he's the only player on the floor for that team. You know, the, the J.R. Smiths, the Tristan Thompsons, the Kevin Loves, Kyle Corvers. I mean, those dudes disappear for, for quarters at times. And um, it's been really special. And, I, and, it's, and it's really interesting to see the dynamic between the Cavaliers and the Warriors. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, before Kevin Durant moved over to the Golden State Warriors, the Warriors were kind of like that fun, loving, younger team that uh, was able to basically do um, anything that they could. Oh, here comes Jesse back. We're talking about uh, Grapple Talk NBA stuff. Oh, you got a work thing. Okay, well, I will. I will finish this. What? Keep on talking. 
I'm going to keep talking. I'm going to finish this. Jesse's working on a work thing. But uh, but it's funny because when you look at the Golden State Warriors, um, they used to be that fun-loving, um, entertaining team that a lot of people wanted to root for, and then eventually they became the villains of the league. Um, at one point, LeBron was the biggest villain of the league. He was part of the Miami Heat. He left his team. Nobody liked him. Even when he came back to Cleveland, you know, he still didn't have everybody's support. And now... At this moment, to me, it seems like we have the perfect story between the the hero and the villain. And we talk about this in wrestling all the time, LeBron being the, the, the hero at this point. I know people are sick of seeing him win, but, man, when you look at this guy's legacy, we talked about this with, like, Tom Brady and the Patriots. When you, when you look at this guy's legacy and you think about the idea of him being gone five years after he's been gone, it's just like... Dude, that guy did everything the right way. He 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 was he was a professional. Um, you know, it's not like he's out there and uh, and and he's has like thirteen different wives and he's and he's you know been caught excessively drinking and 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 you know domestic violence and whatever. You know, he's he's been a pretty good stand up guy in the community. He's done amazing things for his hometown in Akron. And uh, you know, when you look at his legacy, it's like, dude. He's basically carried this Cleveland Cavaliers team, and they're going up against what some would consider to be one of the best basketball teams of all time. And a lot of people aren't giving LeBron really a uh, a, a chance at, uh, at uh, being able to do anything in this finals. And I think it just really speaks for the underdog mentality. And it's it's weird that you know the best player in basketball can be an underdog, but uh, I think that's what's really really interesting about the NBA Finals, and and one reason why it's so entertaining and so interesting this year than it has been in previous years. I know a lot of people are sick of seeing the the, the Cleveland Cavaliers facing off against the Golden State Warriors for whatever it is the third or fourth straight time, but um, but I think that the storyline that this one possesses is much, much, much different than any of the previous uh, games that we had seen. And here's Jesse Von Rudin joining us back after having to do some important work. And Jesse, basically what I'm saying is uh-huh. at the beginning I, I kind of said, uh, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily think that we should be arguing about the greatness of LeBron James at this point because this is one of the best playoff runs, I think, by a single player ever. So we should just be enjoying Truth. this while it's happening. Truth. And I, and I was arguing that, you know, a lot of people are complaining about the idea that they're sick of seeing the Golden State Warriors and the Cavs in the finals. But to me, the storyline between the two teams this year is much different than in previous years. And I think that, yeah, it can be kind of a boring finals, especially if the Cavs get totally, um, you know, spanked. But, uh, but the storyline going into it in that LeBron basically carrying this team, his legacy being that he wants to be one of the greatest players of all time going up against what some would consider to be the best team of all time um, is just really interesting to me. I, you know, and I, and I, and I don't think that story ever gets old. No, it really doesn't. Cause like even, even the, the dynamics of the Warriors this year in comparison to previous years, this is the first year in a long time. They actually looked human Yeah, because of the fatigue factor. You, you saw with Steph, he's hurt. He's not playing that well. Houston took him to seven. Houston probably would have won that series if Chris Paul was not hurt yeah. those last two games. Yeah. That's just like, let's just put it out there right there. Yeah. Like Golden State would not be in the finals if Chris Paul was healthy. That's just that's stating the facts. Now with LeBron, like this guy, this this man is a fucking beast when it comes to being a basketball player. Like forty eight minutes in game seven. Yeah. And you don't see players his age in any era doing what he's doing right now. Yeah. 
the wear and tear on this guy's body and what he was able to produce for the rest of his team is absolutely unreal. So when you're looking at game one here, it's going to be in Golden State. I would not be shocked if Golden State won the game. That's just me. Yep. But I would not be shocked either if LeBron actually puts a stamp on this game and actually takes the series one nothing as well. Because you have at this point in time, like these two focal like storylines, as you were alluding to, where it's the greatest single player of all time taking on the greatest assembled team of all time. And someone and something's gotta give at this yeah. point in time. Like, we have a lot of people saying it's only going to go five games, maybe six games. You know, this thing could go four games. You just never know. Yeah. You just never know with the NBA. And I think that's part of the fun of it, too, is because there's so much emotion on the line when we actually get to playoff time. You can see it in the players. Yeah. You can see it in the fan base. And, like, that's the beauty of the game, really, yeah. is is that. And I don't know. I don't really care how, the like, the finals really shake out. But for, as we alluded to earlier, for anyone complaining about the greatness of LeBron James saying that he couldn't, like, hold, like, Jordan's jockstrap, you guys are insane. You guys are dumb. <laughs> you know, like, listen, just just enjoy the run that we have right now with this guy. Because and we'll it look could, back on it after. D- dude, look at his durability. Yeah. Has, has he, like, he was only out with Did he even, even He played miss, every game this season. He's played he every been, game. He hasn't been this, out a single game. Not even a single game. Has he actually been out for an extended period of time with a serious injury? I can't. I honestly can't. There might have been a time with the Heat where he was sitting out, but I think that's because it was regular season and he didn't really need to play. But I don't think there's ever been like an ACL or anything yeah. that's kept him out for an extended period of time. Has this guy ever left the NBA to go chase his dream of playing <laughs> baseball and no. sucks at it? No. No. And then comes back and basically lands on the same team and does exactly what he did. No, 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 no. Is this the guy who actually retired to the height of his powers, came back, played for the fucking Wizards, and sucked? No, no. no. This is a guy who's been doing this basically since almost day one, turning 18 yeah, in the NBA. Yeah, 18-year-old. And he has matured and grown into a man. He's what, like almost like 35, 36 yeah, right now? Yeah, I think he's 34 or 35, yeah. Yeah, he's basically my age. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we are seeing a Lazarus <laughs> effect with this guy. Like, it is well, here's, absolutely- And here's what yeah. I was saying too, right, dude? At least right now, I mean, this guy, he's a stand-up guy. He's not yeah. like he's not like behind the scenes like a petty little bitch. He doesn't have these these stories of alcohol abuse or domestic violence, uh, drug abuse. You know, he's not committing adultery uh, yeah. as far as we know. He doesn't have he didn't leave like he, he's he's married to his high school sweetheart. Yeah, like what a story. Yeah. He's done amazing things in his hometown of Akron. He's he's helped to build the school there. He has a number of great scholarship programs. I mean, this dude's like doing it all. And that's 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 the one thing that I always just find it interesting. You know, people always hate places that win or people that win because they're sick of it or because they'd rather have, you know, their home team be in that role or whatever. But it's like, man, when you look at it from the outside looking in, it's like this dude's doing everything right. He's a good person. He's helping people. And he just happens to also be really fucking good at basketball. It's yeah. Like, how can you not root for that? Apparently, I'll never get sick of watching him play. Yeah. I don't, apparently, if you're just like blind to greatness, or you have an aversion to greatness, I will say this. You know, honestly, you know, Boston, Milwaukee went seven. Yeah. Um, LeBron would played like a, another, like you know, like a fucking alien, a robot alien, in in, in uh, the Eastern Conference Finals, but. Honestly, you know, Milwaukee gets past Boston in that first round, and I think you could make a legitimate case that we could be having Milwaukee in the finals right now. And Milwaukee's length was Golden State's weakness for the longest Mm -hmm. time. It it has been. So, 
I think that's just kind of interesting to point out because we're talking yeah. about homers and stuff like that. Yeah, but, yeah, especially with the way that uh, like Boston was able to smack around 76ers. Yeah, yeah, you know, right. Obviously, like, 76ers weren't really ready for that. but No, no, but, no, uh, no. And apparently they're not even ready to take the next step in their own oh organization. Holy shit. Yeah, that, that has just been a, a big a shithole. I, I, will, I will just say, you know, honestly, um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Cleveland gets spanked here. But I, I say you never know because, honestly, watching those last two games – against Houston and, and Golden State. Um, Houston was actually up at half in both of those games. And uh, especially um, to me, it seemed like, I mean, they had leads. But to me, it wasn't necessarily because of the great play from James Harden. It was a collective effort and then just falling apart. And I think the difference with Cleveland is that if they can get out to a good start, LeBron will not let them fall apart like Houston fell apart against Golden State in those previous two games. So, I, that's one reason why I think there's hope because I think Golden State in that series, as you mentioned, showed that they're human, that they mm-hmm. aren't necessarily this super phenomenal team that's just going to blow everybody out of the water, that there there are some kinks to their armor, and there's a possibility that if they do allow LeBron to strike, he will, and I think there's opportunities for Ws there. They just need their role players to step up. Yeah, so, and plus, you know, you had Houston miss 27-3. Yeah, dude. Nobody – what the hell? Dude, I was – dude, yeah. if you made – 30% of your threes, that's yeah. nine. Nine times three is 27. That's 27 points left out on the table. Yep. And that's a shitty percentage from three. Mm-hmm. That's 33% from three, and they would have won that game. Yep. So people were bitching about the refs. Oh, the refs want gold. No, it's like, no, dude, no. if they make you gotta hit those buckets. If they make a shitty percentage of those threes, they made nine of those. They win. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I don't know how you can argue as as a, you know, Houston honestly, people always saw every year. Houston choked in that. That was yeah. awful. I mean, you have you have NBA players that are making like ten million dollars, and you're wide open, thirty feet from the hoop, and you can't put it in, dude. Yeah, you choked. Especially with the way the game is set up now, where like the three point is so. God, it was almost like watching a college game and seeing a team just go cold. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what it was, and it was like, dude, these guys are pro athletes. They've Trevor Ariza, to my knowledge, I'm pretty sure he's he has an NBA championship with the Lakers. You know, um, there's a number of those other guys too that have just shown that they can be consistent. They're older guys. It's not like their yeah. team is like the youngest team. Eric Golden, Gordon's a little bit older. Mm-hmm. James Harden's like 29, 30, and they were just missing everything. Yeah, and it, you know, and there's probably honestly a sense of urgency. The Golden State Warriors started coming back, and they just weren't able to. They put it to rest. It. They, they were forcing. It. Yeah, and it's just. Yeah, dude. They they yep. they should have won that game. Even without Chris Paul, they should have won yeah. it, but maybe they didn't have the leader in place to kind of show them the right direction. And that's again, you know what else I'm fucking sick of? I am so fucking <laughs> You know what? I okay. have been watching yeah, yeah. I, I don't watch basketball a ton during the regular season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch it I mean, I watch it every every now and then when I can, but I I religiously watch the playoffs. And I, I swear to God, Kevin Durant is the quietest. 25 to 30 point score I have ever seen in my entire life. Yep. I kn- I will be like because he's so efficient. Well, I'll be like has yeah. he even played? And then it's like yeah, he scored 30 points. But here's what I'm trying to say, <laughs> it's like to me what that yeah. means is that he doesn't have like that that striking impact on a game because people continually argue and say, "Well, Kevin Durant is better than LeBron James or Kevin Durant is easily the second best player." And to me, I'm like, "Dude, I don't even think he's the best player on his team." No. I think if Steph Curry was out, this series actually would probably be in favor of the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's just what I think. But uh, I, I don't know. I just keep 
hearing it from the media, and it's just bothering me. That's like, well, if, if Kevin Durant wins this one, that means he's two and zero against LeBron in the finals, and it's like, or he'd be two and one, I guess, because yeah, the yeah. the Thunder lost to the Heat. But it's like, yeah, he's he's two yeah, and one with doing it like with, four Hall with, of Famers with. You know, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. He's doing it with that team. Yeah. He's doing it with Steve Kerr. Yeah. You know, but then again, like, one almost wonders what, what Steve Kerr's legacy is as a coach, you know, but that's for a different time. Yeah, it is. You know, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, you know, it's going to be fun to kind of see how this series plays out, Nick. Yeah, maybe we'll be back I'm... here next week and be like, wow, I can't believe it ended in four. <laughs> <laughs> no, they lost by like thirty points every game. <laughs> Holy shit, we we got worked up. That was the worst weeks. finals I've ever oh seen my child. I think I honestly think at Cleveland will at least win one. I don't they think will. that they will go. They, I don't think they will be not swept. get swept. Even if it's three zero, I think they'll at least get one win at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you mentioned, you know I, you know LeBron's had a couple of days rest. If his like I said, if his guys come out there and they can hit some shots early and they can yep. get a lead early, you know I can see. Or if it's close at the end. Yep. If it's close at the end, I like I would rather I would have faith in Cleveland. Yep. Um with LeBron on their side because that dude can create offense. You know, he can open up wide open shots for his guys. Um but it's a matter of can they keep it close or can they get a big lead because if Golden State pulls away and they're up by 10 in the fourth quarter, I can't see how Cleveland comes back from that. So that's kind of the big thing there, but but yeah. Sweet. Cool. Should we take another break or should we just wrap this up? Let's wrap it up. Let's I, we wrap were taking it up. three breaks. We already have? Yeah, I took a break after you left, and then I came back by myself. <laughs> that makes sense, you know, because I was looking at the timer there. I'm like, wow, we, we haven't recorded too long. But, uh, yeah, so um, it's going to be kind of interesting to see how everything works out with WWE going over to Fox. You know, we still got a year ahead of us for this one, and we'll probably have, like, maybe seven more grapple talks between now and then. Yeah. We never know how that one works out. Um, but it's just going to be kind of fun to see how that one kind of plays out. New Japan's got Dominion coming up here yep. in the next uh, few days. That's going to be fun. Watch out for that two out of three falls match with yeah. Okada and yep. Omega. That, That's going to be a lot of fun. classic, maybe. You also have Jericho and Naito. Yep. Naito's wow. putting together some of the best promo work he's done in a long time. He's been he's been one of the guys he's he's been really using that platform of working the tag matches during the best of Super Juniors to really heighten yes. his team his stable, but also really kind of push that feud with Jericho. Yes. So that's going to be a really fun thing there. We also have the Cow Palace show coming up. Um, from what it sounds like, that's going to be broadcast live on Access. Oh. So uh, keep on a lookout for that one as well. Uh, All In coming up in September. If you were able to get tickets, congratulations. Um, that's going to be an interesting show, especially when it comes time for Cody and the Young Bucks to re-sign with Ring of Honor. Will they do it? Will they not do it? We'll find out. Um, do do these guys actually go all in again? That's another to- topic for another day. We'll find out as well. But right now, a lot of interesting things with wrestling going on, a lot of interesting things going on in the world of sports. You can keep up to breast by following both of us on Twitter. Yeah. I'm at, you know, Jesse Von Roon and Nick's at... Uh, Nick J. Ragnar. Yes. You know, I wasn't too sure because you switch up yours quite a bit. Yeah, I, I switched it for a little bit because I wasn't sure... I don't know why. I just I did. I think you just like switching it up. Yeah, but I'm gonna. It's gonna stay that way. So it's gonna stay as as it is now. And plus, you don't want to make you want to make sure you catch all the other podcasts going on on our Grapple Talk network. Yep, we've got uh, Riley now doing the Lone Wanderer. We've got uh, RGG coming out every Sunday. Ross from the Matters podcast. Uh, I don't exactly know if there's a specific day that it drops. I think it just drops whenever Riley edits it. Yeah, basically. And then we have our podcast, and I know that Jordy Lee is talking about possibly doing uh, a new. Uh, yeah. a new Deach and Dash. It won't be called Deach and Dash, um, but details to come on that at a later date. 
Deech Tales. Deech Tales. That's what you should name Deech it. Tales. Deech Tales. Oh, woo! <laughs> Dude, we just named his new podcast. It should be Deech Tales. I think he already had a name for it. Did you not see his latest text message? Yeah, I saw that, but I, I think Deech Tales is way better. Deech Tales is actually a pretty good, I don't know. Man, I would have can, to copyright can, that Yeah, if he we doesn't. can sing the song. Deech Tales. Woo! I don't even know the words. Something, something. There's a danger out to find you. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. We can probably make it work, though. I'm going to look it up now. Fill right. time. Okay, so um, I still haven't seen Infinity War, so please oh, spoil it for me. I can tell you this much. I heard half the cast gets murdered, so that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, you know they get killed off. That's awesome. Deadpool two, I heard made a ton of money. I heard it Solo was, okay. was a good movie, but did not make as much money as everyone thought. And there's some word now on the street that there might be some Star Wars fatigue. I don't think that was really the case. I just think it was a really bad opening weekend for them, based on when they actually opened up, because it's fucking Memorial Day weekend. Um, and a lot of different things going on as well. Um, if you're on the road, make sure you drive safely. Don't drink and drive. If you need to grab an Uber or Lyft, do so. They Life do some- is like a hurricane here, here in, in Deechburg. Race cars, blazers, airplanes, it's a Deech blur. Might solve a mystery or rewrite history. Deech tales. Every day they're out here making Deech tales. woo yeah, it's, it'd be perfect. <laughs> Tales of During Do. During Do, or is it During uh, Do? Bad and Good. I don't know. Deech Tales. Woo-hoo. danger lurks behind you. There's a stranger out to find you. What to do? Just grab onto some Deech Tales. Woo-hoo. That's hilarious. Dude, Deech Tales should be the name of the podcast. Man. Yeah, it should, I guess. We have the whole theme song right here. And, like, we could just parody the logo, too. Not ponytails or Brock Hall tails. No Deech tails. Woohoo. Woo-hoo. That's funny. That's perfect. But, um, yeah. So, it's up to him, I guess. Yeah, we'll have Ball's to, in your court, dude. I don't I know guess if he so. listens to this, but it's in well, your court. Well, we'll see him on Friday. We'll see him Friday at well, you'll see him. I'm not going to be there. You're not going to be there? That sucks, man. What did you think I was going to be there? I might not be there. No, no, man. I know you haven't been ma- making shows with me in road trips, you know, so. I'm done with it. Who's your, co- who's your color commentary partner? Hell if I know. If you could pick one color commentary partner, dead or living, who would it be? No jokes. Oh, Seriously. Nick Ragnar. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. I need you. Not me. Who else? I need you, Nick. Stop. Uh, I don't know. That would probably be it because, like, uh, I don't know, man. Dead or living? Anybody in the world? Jeez, I don't know. Like, I was you like. You never doing... thought about that? Yeah, I never thought about it. Hmm. Dane Cook. No. <laughs> no, I would not do Dane Cook. You know, mm. Mm. definitely won't do it with Roseanne Barr. Oh my God! Or uh, Bill Cosby. That wouldn't be good. You no, have to watch no. what you're drinking. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Mm. Um, I wouldn't do it with um, Bill Maher. Probably wouldn't do it with him. It'd be annoying. You know, it'd be kind of fun to do it with Joe Rogan, but you know, his his anti wrestling platform. And I don't think it's like so much anti wrestling. It's just I you think know, he plays a jock persona. That's it's like cool to be like. What the hell was that? He could have easily gotten out of that arm bar. Yeah, exactly. But no, I Fear think, Factor. Yeah. Uh, eat this horse rectum. Um, <laughs> no, that would be interesting. Um, Joel Gertner from the old ECW, like on TNN days. Okay. That'd be kind of fun because he'd just make everything a sexual innuendo. Okay. Um, I think I'd like to do it with Taz. Taz? Like that Golden Age SmackDown yeah. Taz? Yeah, Joey Numbers. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know. Let me tell you what I what I noticed in that hole there, Michael Cole. 
Yeah. Was that good enough or no? That was that was pretty solid. I just know? feel like I've noticed that he would do that sometimes where he kinda got lost in his in his in his train of thought. In his train of thought. But he's also gotten so good now at doing it. Stu Gotts would be kinda fun to do yeah. it with. Oh yeah, that would be that Stu would Gotts. Be. Yeah. Oh man. How about like John Madden? Well, here's the thing, right? He's gonna <laughs> come over here and do the super kick, and then he comes all the way on the other side and does a DDT. Well, you think about this: the way he's doing <laughs> the Irish whip from corner to corner, there is actually more distance, and the impact running headfirst into a turnbuckle instead of hitting the ropes. Bam! You of course, that's a better you move. Kind of sounded like Gilbert Gottfried there, actually. And <laughs> I hope not, you know. But we should probably really wrap this up, Nick. We got better places to be and, and better Dennis things Rodman. to do. He almost brokered peace. Between the U.S. and yeah, North that's Korea. Yeah, right. I remember that. So, yeah. I actually don't even know how he talks. I just think it would be cool to hang out with yeah, him. Yeah, you know, it would be kind of cool. That's probably how he talks, Yeah, actually. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, so we'll wrap it up there. Again, Grapple Talk on Facebook and on Twitter. We got the upcoming shows there for you in case you're looking for something to go to this weekend. And uh, as always, you know, head on out and support some indie wrestling, dude, because, man, there's been some times where I've uh, I've seen a couple of shows that are doing really well, seen a couple of other shows that aren't doing too hot, and it makes me sad, so... Yeah, such is life. But anyhow, get out there, support what you love, and love what you do. Nice. We'll end it there. Stay classy then, folks.